Yeah. You couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics are in the news for all of the wrong reasons. Uh, it has been a very busy offseason uh, for the Celtics, but also for me. Recently got married, uh, so there's a reason that I have not been doing as many podcasts as usual. But with the Celtics season right around the corner, things are going to start to pick up here. A couple topics I want to touch on today. Ime. Ime Odoka is in the news today uh, for having an affair uh, with someone within the Celtics organization. Uh, he is potentially facing a full year-long suspension. Uh, there's been talks about him uh, realistically resigning. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. Going to talk about Rob Williams here. A uh, little injury update. And then I also want to talk about Gallo, uh, Danilo Gallinari, what that injury means for the Celtics uh, and where the Celtics might turn to at this point. Uh, To get things started here, because this is the hot topic across the entire NBA, uh, Ime Odoka has cheated on Nia Long, his fiance. They have a kid together. Uh, Not married, but they've been together for, I want to say, 10 years, since his Spurs days. Uh, And it's something that apparently there was a code of conduct within the Boston Celtics organization. And that was a rule that you couldn't do, you couldn't break, and he broke it. Uh, Fact of the matter is, in my opinion, does it make him a good guy? No. Is it's something that he should be suspended for an entire season or potentially have to resign from his post. I also don't think that's the case, but this is where we are. My opinion doesn't really matter. I'm just laying out where I think everything stands here at this point. The Celtics, it sounds like it is a member of the Celtics organization. Now, when you look at the Celtics org chart, as far as like Celtics staffers, there's really only Allison Feaster, who's the VP of Player and Development. She's apparently not the girl that Ime had an affair with. So I don't know if it's a member of the media, potentially, or we don't even really know what he did. Apparently, there was a hookup, and that is about all the information we have at this point. Woj has tweeted... Uh, Adam Himmelsbach has tweeted, Mark Spears, like a lot of Celtics top tier reporters have come out and said that this is something that is likely going to be a full year suspension. Ime Doka is coming off of a honestly coach of the year type season or the turnaround at least. Like if we didn't start off as poorly as we did last season, it would have been a layup for coach of the year he still got some votes for coach of the year even after a really bad start for the Celtics team Uh, but he dragged them back from the dead we went from under 500 to making it to the NBA finals uh, in the course of you know a couple months right in January we were under 500 so this is an Ime Odoka coached team that really flipped the entire NBA on its head 
their style of switching defense just completely changed the way the Celtics were really perceived throughout the NBA. We went from a team that defensively has, was always pretty good, but we were never this good. Like This is the best the Celtics defense has looked in a very, very long time. Uh, and it's all because of Ime Odoka and really his mentality behind the defensive end. So not having him is really going to hurt this Celtics team. And I know like you come into this season, Celtics were finals favorites, right? Coming out of an Eastern Conference, just made it to the finals. We added Brogdon. We added Gallinari. Like two really solid additions. You go back to last season, there were a couple things that you were missing. You were missing ball handling, and you were missing someone that could spread the floor, shoot, take a little bit of stress off of the Jays as far as shot making uh, is concerned. And right now, Gallinari got hurt uh, out for the season, so that's a huge thing. And now you have this. Now you have the whole Ime Doka experience here. Uh, it's just a, it's a tough situation to be in if you're the Celtics at this point. Uh, and it kind of leads you to think, where are the Celtics going to go next? Is this a, a team that is mentally tough enough that can go through losing a head coach it sounds like Joe Missoula is going to become the interim head coach. Whether or not he holds on to that job or Brad goes off and, and tries to find someone else has, is to be seen yet. Because we still, the Celtics have not come out and actually released any sort of statement, which to me is the most unprofessional thing in the world, right? Like, this is a top tier organization in professional sports. And last night, we heard about this. Woj tweeted about this late last night, right? It is now 4 o'clock p.m. as I'm recording this, and the Celtics have not released a single statement. Nothing. That, to me, is just, it's unacceptable. Uh, there should be at least something. Honestly, every single person on Twitter uh, is speculating about this. Whether or not it was, uh, again, Allison Feaster, who is a pretty hotshot exec in the Celtics organization. They've also thrown around a couple reporters. Uh, at this point, they're dragging everyone through the mud without knowing any of the details. So at this point, the Celtics, if anything, just come out and say, we're aware of the rumors. We will release a statement as soon as we have all of the facts. At least stop all of this speculation because right now it is doing nothing but damaging the reputation of Ime and this entire team at this point. And you just hate to see it. You hate to see it. But again, I don't wanna I don't wanna speculate too much. I'm gonna accept my criticism here and kind of move past this. But this is the latest. Ime Odoka most likely going to be suspended, most likely facing about a year if he doesn't resign himself. Uh, that's where we can stop this. Uh, but I do want to talk about the next big thing, and that's Rob. Rob Williams injured, uh, going through arthroscopic surgery to clean up his knee a little bit. 
This isn't the the main story. I would say the Gallo injury is probably the more important piece here. But I want to touch on Rob really quick. For all of the people, because I've seen it all throughout our Facebook group, Boston Celtics Till I Die, uh, I've seen it all throughout the Facebook group. Why has the Celtics organization waited till now to decide to have this surgery? He's been put on a four to six week timeline, right? So when you look at the Celtics offseason, you're at a point where we have a shortened offseason because we went to the NBA Finals, right? This injury that Rob had typically is something that can be healed throughout an offseason. It's something by the time the season starts, he'll be ready to go, right? He didn't really have the luxury of a full offseason to get through the entire surgery. So I get it. Right? Like if there are if there is anything left behind after that surgery, even a grain of sand, it is going to be extremely uncomfortable. So why not? Why not go through it? Woj was on first take uh, or NBA today, and he talked about it as well. Like this is not something that the Celtics organization is worried about. It's something that he'll miss a little bit of preseason. Uh, well, he, he will miss preseason and maybe, a couple games during the regular season. So he's not missing a lot of time. This is still a Robert Williams where we haven't seen him play a full 82 games. Uh, Last year, I believe it was 61, which was up from the year before. But again, COVID season. So this isn't something that's going to hold him out for a prolonged period of time. This is a guy that, again, has that history of being hurt. But if you can go in clean up the need just a little bit and make sure that there are no issues moving forward and he comes back six weeks later and is good to go. Is that not worth it? Like this isn't, it's not like he's having a entire knee surgery again. This is an arthroscopic thing. It sends in a tiny, tiny little like mirror, not mirror, I guess, but camera into your knee, tiny little hole just to make sure to clean things up. That's it. They're not breaking anything. They're not going in and fusing anything together. This is a tiny, tiny surgery. So for all the people that are overly concerned about it, I wouldn't be. Now, is it possible that this has occurred because he just has you know degenerative problems within the knee? Yes. We've clearly seen this happen multiple times. Uh, We've seen Rob get hurt multiple times. Is there cause for concern? Sure. Is this surgery that he's going through, the arthroscopic surgery, a huge deal? I don't think so. This is just one of those things you got to move through at this point. Either way, he's going to be back quick. He's going to be back quick. You know, this is obviously the smaller of the three stories, and I'm sandwiching it right in the middle here. You've got Ime suspension, you've got Rob, and then the other huge piece to the offseason is Gallinari. And that's what I want to talk about next here. Before we dive into that, though, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. 
New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. When you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions reply. See show notes for details. Anyone that knows me knows I love my Luke Combs, my country music, Love jamming out to him all the time, and it's been great lately. One of the reasons it's been so great to listen to is because I'm using my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me. Raycon's give you 8 hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. They're priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of all of the other premium audio brands. It's no wonder why Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Whether I'm jamming out, doing yard work, or at the gym shooting hoops, having three customizable sound profiles and noise isolation is an absolute game changer. Go to buyraycon.com today and use code TBPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TBPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code TBPN15. All right, so let's talk about Danilo Gallinari here. So Gallo was one of our big acquisitions this offseason, him and Malcolm Brogdon. Right, What Gallo is going to bring to this Celtics team was a tall, big man that can stretch the floor. This is a guy that can go out, shoot 38 40% from three. He's a guy that isn't exactly going to play the exact same role as Al Horford. However, is someone that can go in, play a stretch, stretch five, potentially a stretch four role uh, that can kind of limit the amount of minutes that we're throwing on to Al Horford here, going into his 36, potentially 37-year-old season, right? This is a guy that came in and really was going to lighten the load for him. And right now, when he got hurt, it looked like it was going to be a very similar timetable to what Robert Williams had earlier. Six to eight weeks, seemed like he was going to come back right around November, not miss a ton of time. That changed quickly. Uh, he ended up suffering a torn ACL, likely out for the entire season. Now, this puts the Celtics in a position where we're extremely thin at the big man position. We were already thin going into this season with him. Because realistically, you look at the depth chart as far as guys that can play the 4-5 slash position, you've got Al, you've got Rob Williams, who, again, hurt now, likely going to miss the start of the season. Then you've got the likes of Gallinari, Tatum, 
who again, both of those, not an ideal, ideal fit. Then you've got Grant. We've obviously got guys like Cornette and we added Capengelli. Uh, so it's not, I mean, those obviously last two aren't ideal, right? You don't want to see a, a role, a season where Cornette and Capengelli have a massive role, right? Unless something happens and they're just playing great basketball, based on everything we've seen, not really thinking that's the case. So right now you're in a position to start the season where you've got Al Horford and Grant Williams. For the first couple weeks, that's going to be it. You're going to have to rely on guys like Captain Gelly and Cornette at this point. And that's really frustrating. Uh, so Gallinari out for a foreseeable amount of time. Probably not going to make it back unless it's a, for a potential playoff run. And even at that point, he's another older guy that is going to be out for a very long time. So is it even worth bringing him back? So this brings me to my next point. With Gallinari gone for the season, do the Celtics just trade him? Do we trade him? He's got another year on his contract. Do we try to shop him for something else, for someone else? We still have a TPE that we could potentially use. And owner, Wick Grousebeck, said that he was willing to spend He said that he was willing to spend for a contender. The Celtics have shown that they are a contender. They made it to the NBA Finals. They were winning. They had a 2-1 game lead in the Finals. This is very much a championship caliber team. And regardless of Gallo going down, we still added Malcolm Brogdon to this team. The Celtics are better. Obviously, having Ime go out, probably missing the entire season, that hurts, right? It's not going to make the Celtics better. We'll see what, you know, Joe Missoula as the interim or potentially the new head coach will do for this team. But this is still, on paper, a very, very good team. So if Wick is willing to spend, do they now revisit the TPEs that we have? Do we now go back and add guys like a Carmelo Anthony? Uh, I know that's been floated around a bunch. I was very opposed to that at first. But at this point, with the Celtics' lack of depth, it seems like adding a big guy or a guy that can play a four-stretch-five role, it seems extremely important, especially in the beginning of the season. Now, if you look at the flip side of that, you saw how bad the Celtics started last year. And, you know, being under 500 at the midway point, not quite the midway point, uh, but being under 500 late enough in the season and the Celtics turning it around, a lot of people are like, okay, well, if they did it last year, why not just kind of roll the dice, go into the season with the minimum amount of guys, give Cornette some run, see if he can do anything, give Capengelli some run, see if he can do anything. And I, I get I get that, but what if it doesn't work? Then you're just starting over at square one. And I don't wanna I don't wanna come here and say that you can very easily just add someone at the trade deadline. While that's true, you don't really know if they're gonna acclimate. It takes time to get people to understand the system. 
Like you saw the defense last year. It took the Celtics half the season to figure out how to, you know, really adapt to that switch heavy defense. So if that's the case, you want to get a guy in early to understand it because it's not an easy system to learn. And if that's the case, should we be going out and doing something now? I don't know. In my opinion, I am all in on trying to find somebody else because at this point with everything going on, with not having a a head coach right now, with Rob not being there to start the season and Gallo going down for the entire season, I still love the Celtics on paper, but this whole like being a, a title contender, this whole being the title favorites, this start to the season is an absolute nightmare. Uh, so I'm I'm ready to do whatever we can to bring in some positive vibes here because right now it is just the Celtics staring down a black hole of just shit. Uh, and after getting to the NBA Finals, it's not a place you want to be. So that's my opinion. That's where I, I would love to see the Celtics kind of shake things up just to get some good vibes flowing here. Uh, that's where we're going to leave off for today. Again, Celtics Media Day starts on Monday. Uh, and then we've got you know preseason right around the corner here. So there will be more podcasts coming shortly. I'll make sure to keep everyone updated moving forward. But have a great day, Celtics fans. Keep your heads up, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we?